0: So no, I was doubting them at some point. Yeah, but, no, but what I'm saying
1: is that you can't. The thing, the thing is, you're being hypocritical here. Like, because the thing is, you 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 said don't. I I trust Milwaukee to get to do the job. And here here, here you are giving them no credit in the NBA final. You're listening to the Bro You Know Podcast. A podcast hosted by two inspired wheelchair users that chat about their passion for sport and entertainment.
0: I'm Cripple1.
1: And I'm Cripple2. Roll it.
0: Welcome back to another episode, episode 10, the big 10 hondo. That's hondo? Like, yeah. Well, no, when people say 100, what was it?
1: What, 100? No, it's like... That, I think that's the thing for, for 100.
0: No, it was like, um, like I've s- seen loads of people saying one. like when they say that they're on episode 100 they're like on the big one hundred or something
1: oh like. oh shut shut the hell up shut the hell up shut the hell up wow you
0: went from s- s- swearing in the beginning of the podcast in episode 9 to now saying shut the hell up or i could say shut the up all right all right all right um what to get into today
1: um Right before any before he goes on to his rants and bants, I swear that's the YouTube um, duo. Don't copyright strike us, rants and bants, But or shout out the podcast on your million subscriber platform anyway. I don't, I don't, I don't care who you are, or I don't even know who you are. But I want, I, w- I w- want to know in the comments what you feel about our new intro.
0: Yeah, we've made it so that both of us are in inclu- included, not just cripple one. Me. What in today's episode? So Heat versus uh, in the NBA scores, we'll talk about the Heat game because obviously Dwayne Wade had his last game of uh, his NBA career.
1: Can I just interrupt quickly? If I if I must, um, uh, we will cover every NBA game. It's just that we we'll go more in depth with those three games. And we we've... also have highlights for this yas
0: um, the Mavs versus Spurs game because obviously Dirk has uh, announced his retirement and finally the Bucks versus OKC game um in the NBA news we'll talk about the our playoff predictions and the final uh, awards uh, predictions because we did a mid-season award prediction and now we're gonna do a, um, Final end of season award prediction. Um, next for the UFC, Cripple Two will do a in-depth UFC two three six preview. Um, see,
1: see, um, I think it was episode seven. We were actually quite dumb, and why is that? Uh, because um, we acted as if UFC two three six was last week, and then yeah, we realised oh, yeah, okay. in a post edit. Yeah. That it w- so we we are truly sorry, and we are truly dumb.
0: That's why you will make an in-depth preview this time and not some, uh, f- well not crap, or well, crappy probably, 4 minute preview. Um, then... Oi, 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 do, do you think my work on episode 7 was subpar? No, I'm just saying that we hadn't... Oh, we, come we, on! You did it for like 4 minutes because... Yeah, uh, I, we had I, I know we needed to wrap up. Yeah. Um, finally for the football, um, I have to talk about the, um, the Harry Kane, um, injured for the rest of the season. And I will let you know the Champions League and Europa League scores. Right. Yeah, but
1: and more in depth on mm. that in 150. real What? <laughs> what? Uh, f- uh, football roundup. Yeah, a football roundup. Uh, like one, one of one of what? One of our two new shows. Which hopefully I will remember to put the links in for. Um. All. All put screenshots of um the logos and thumbnails for their specific episodes. And on that note, can we just quickly uh, do a cheeky plug? So what did you talk about on the first episode of Football Roundup?
0: Um, well, I, as I did mention to you, um, before, I was not able to upload Football Roundup because of some technical issues, How, so that means... Have you uploaded um, it now? No, I haven't been able to because of some technical issues, so it's going to have to come out um, on Monday next week.
1: Um, Yeah, but you mean you're recording a new one? Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: See, the confusion is real, bro. And just,
0: I mean, when I did record, I talked about the uh, whole messy situation, how he is just amazing this season. Um, I talked about the effort.
1: And how uh, Chris
0: Falling is the goat of injuring people. I I didn't talk about that then, but he is the goat of destroying people's eyes and believes that that's how he's going
1: to uh, it, it, get You know, basi- through I think it's basically a broken eye socket and a fractured nose. That's what for the football. Anyway, let's
0: get into the NBA scores.
1: So a quick plug for our second series is going to run simultaneous on Mondays, recorded on Sundays, simul- simu- simultaneously recorded and uploaded on a Sunday and a Monday. And 150 Real is where we just talk about movies, slash entertainment more movies but if if people wanted the show extended we can talk about tv if you wanted but for net for now movies is my passion it's something i want to get into in future lives i want to be a film journalist um or i can use this as to be the film expert or on, on bro you know when this goes further if this goes further hopefully it will and we just talk about we'll just talk talk about movies fil- film news film analysis film reviews tr- tr- trailer reactions and all that jazz um on the first episode we talked about um cinemacon um the state of the mcu and reviewed the highly acclaimed um film that for american audiences came out about a year ago for us as a european audience came out only recently it's a joaquin phoenix um who, who's gonna be the joker and john c riley no, notably from stan and Ollie um who star as this as the sister cowboys back in the 1850s i think 1851 to be precise anyway you've just got that and that's the first episode go and check it out i think it's out now and I think Kripple1 uh, will put up the um, graphics on the screen for you guys to, f- to, h- to find out more.
0: Right, so for the NBA scores, um, first off we've got Miami versus Brooklyn. Unfortunately, it's um, Dwayne Wade's last game. Pretty emotional, uh, last few games he's had. And with the whole tribute video and everything, and LeBron... Very
1: emotional.
0: LeBron, Carmelo, Chris Chris Paul coming to the last game. It's been been a ride for um, Dwayne Wade, hasn't it?
1: And especially um, how his journey from winning those three championships with the Heat, two two in the big three, and then one in that 2006 season, where he... when it came playoff time he was just on a mission to get Miami that championship so I think we, we will remember him fondly and I definitely think he is a top 3 shooting guard of all time I would I would still say that it really depends if you consider Michael Jordan a shooting guard or a small forward because I've always considered Michael Jordan a shooting guard when the, because realistically I know controversial but the best shooting guard for me is Michael Jordan, then Kobe Bryant. That, So Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, then Dwayne Wade, and then for small forwards, the the best small forward of all time for me is LeBron James, Larry Bird, and then probably Magic Johnson.
0: So Dwayne Wade, uh, he had a triple double himself. Um, he
1: did. They were they were feeding him the ball all night because yeah. his plus plus net ratio does not normally give him sixty touches in, in the game where he normally gets forty touches.
0: Well, he did have a minus seventeen. Um,
1: uh, well, well that, that that means he wasn't efficient with his like sixty odd touches. I mean he was
0: he was shooting thirty five percent in the field oh, and then 20, overall. Yeah yeah and then twenty three percent from three.
1: Yep. That definitely shows that realistically they fed him all night.
0: Um, he had a triple double: twenty-five points, eleven rebounds, ten assists, um, and no other significant stats uh, unless you count Duncan Robinson with fifteen points. Um, um,
1: good rotational guy, and and then again he's part of that air uh, ball players because as as I as I. Look, as I have previously mentioned before I think and um, every NBA team has a core of their starting five and then probably about four guys so that makes not nine guys the coach uses on a regular basis and basically these extra four guys are just guys that once the playoff standings and what all once your team you you know that your your team is out of playoff contention, and the order is set. That's the time where you play these guys to get them experience and get them minutes. For
0: Brooklyn, uh, you have D'Angelo Russell with twenty one points, who I think is um, is a candidate for uh, most improved. Uh, probably Siakam's gonna win that, but um, we'll get into that later on in the. Uh, it,
1: it it really depends. You've you've got Buddy Hield. You've got. I would even suggest the. I would even su- suggest Joe Harris. But then, then again, the only thing about Joe Harris is that He's got Joe Harris is being that. If Joe Harris didn't have a three pointer, he would be he would be in the G League because. Everything else about his ability is not even NBA level. His his dribbles not at NBA level. And that's nothing against him. He's probably um, one of the three best shooters in the league right now. Because realistically, I would I would say at this point in time, although Stephen Curry is the better overall three-point shooter of all time, Joe Harris is having the best season from three out of everyone... Out anyone in the NBA, so currently in the world right now, he he's one of the top three best shooters. And
0: uh, Shabazz Napier with 20 points, and that's all for the Brooklyn uh, Miami game. Farewell to Dwayne Wade,
1: and we will miss you. Zion will be in the league within three years. whatever his name is. No, he's like 2022. No, two thousand twenty-one, because the thing is, if if LeBron James Jr. or Bronny is in two thousand twenty-three, yeah. So then, because Zai is two years older than Bronny, so.
0: And also, if because they are going to be passing the whole, you can go from high school to uh, NBA again. So it depends. Really.
1: So that that might mean we might see him in the NBA in the NBA late two thousand twenty. So. Uh
0: huh. Um, next game to speak about another farewell To the great Dirk Nowitzki
1: With the most unguardable shot in basketball
0: Speaking of Dirk He had um, 20 points 10 rebounds um, And but then, his plus
1: minus ratio Was minus 11 But then but then, uh, but then again I do think A bit like Dwayne Wade They were feeding him the ball all night Yeah because
0: it's their last game so May as well give him some shots. Um, Please. and Justin Jackson as well. He's he had 14 points for San Antonio. You had the Marcus Aldridge with 34.6 rebounds. How many
1: points did Luca get?
0: Luca wasn't playing.
1: Oh yeah, well, the yeah, last Luka. game
0: he d- uh, he did get a triple double again,
1: which is yeah. But I think they're resting Luca for next season because the one thing that everyone forgets about Luca is that he's non-stop been playing basketball for about four years now because the thing is he played in the EuroLeague as well he, and the Euro you, the EuroLeague doesn't only has a three week summer break wow I mean so it's, so
0: it's at 19
1: the, as well playing in the so and the, and the fact that no, because they've got the Spanish league which you do have a summer break on but then again he, he in the summer he competes with Slovenia so he's non-stop being playing basketball for a good four, four year round and I, and he did say in an interview that this summer will be the first time he's had more than four weeks of playing basketball we
0: did mention in some early episodes that uh, he did say at some point that he, he might get bored of basketball and that it was something like that, I can't exactly remember, don't quite
1: remember no, that. No, so. no, he's, no he's, he, I, th- I think he said something along the lines of, if, the, no he's, he said he, he didn't get bored of the NBA, he said he got bored of the EuroLeague, because, no, you know, he
0: said he was uh, getting bored of basketball.
1: was what he said, well not bored, but like, no, but, no, I think he said that as a joke, because I don't think he meant that seriously. Why would you get bored of basketball?
0: Um, that is all for. Oh, uh, forgot to mention as well, uh, Demar Derozan with 19 points. Uh, next See
1: why we get confused on Luca Doncic's comments. Demar Derozan pulls out.
0: Um, excuse me. Said so balls out. No,
1: as, in, ba- as it, you know the term it, "balling out." Oh, I think he said pulls out. Damn! I said ball. I said balling. Damn! Idiot. I thought he said pulls out. Yeah, but yep. Yeah, these NBA players with these models and strippers—you never know. Uh, I mean Detroit for sure. De- oh yeah, Detroit. Stanley Johnson, Andre Drummond, and and apparently now that Blake Griffin has followed the curse. Has he actually? I th- I, th- I think there's rumors that he, he was going out with a Jenner though, wasn't he? Yeah, but that gen moved on to Ben Simmons.
0: Oh. Um, um, anyway, for the OKC Bucks game, OKC winning one 116 to Buck, uh, OKC, Jeremy Grant with 28 points, Dennis Schroeder, who I think pro- will probably be sixth man, but we'll get into awards later on, um, with 32 points, and... Russell Westbrook with a triple double. Another one tying Magic Johnson with 15 points, 11 rebounds, seven assists, 17 assists. Stephen Adams he did get injured um, throughout that game. I think it was some sort of shoulder injury. Hope he's alright. Um, for Milwaukee, you didn't have um, Giannis playing or most of that um, starting lineup. But Tim Frazier with 29 points, DJ Wilson um, with 18 points, 17 rebounds, Bonzi Colson with 21 points, and Chris Middleton with also 21 points. Next game to speak about um, just quickly Grizzlies versus uh, Golden State Warriors.
1: Um Oh okay the fanboys here. Well, you, you again? said we can mention all the, all, all the games. I, so. I, I, I can I can slow I can slowly hear that. Oh, I'm not gonna go there, that's not appropriate. But um
0: Steph Curry, well Steph Curry, uh Kate not KD, Demarcus Cousins and Draymond Green didn't play today. Uh Clay Thompson with 19 points and KD with 21 for the Grizzlies Justin Holliday with 22 Jevon I think that's that's how you say Jevon Carter
1: Javon, Javon, Javon Carter Jevon
0: Carter with 32 points and De- DeLon Wright with a triple double 13 points 11 rebounds 11 assists
1: is Jaron Jackson Jr. injured? um yes he's I don't mean, I think they've ruled him out for the rest of the season I mean there is no season anymore apart from the
0: playoffs but uh, for uh, next game, Chicago versus Philly. Philly winning one twenty-five to one oh nine. For the Bulls, Walter Lemon Jr. with twenty points. Um, and that is it. Uh, for the excuse me, um, for Philly, Boban with eighteen points, starting today as well. Did he score a three? He he scored
1: two threes today. Damn, two but, of but, three, but by over making more progress than Ben Simmons and shooting two of three from three, so that's pretty impressive. The <laughs> nice.
0: Um, T. J. McConnell with 18, Jonathan Simmons with 20, and the starting lineup was benched, so they weren't playing. And I think um, that is all for the NBA scores that are worth mentioning. <laughs> Let's talk about. Um, yeah,
1: I think that's it.
0: Unless you have any um things you want to say. No, not
1: really. It's just the farewell, the farewell to to the German and to the Miami. Next up
0: is your playoff predictions. So the way it's going to work is I will read you out the uh, playoff bracket and who's who's playing who, um, and you just basically analyse it and um, and then I'll analyse it as well. Uh, for the West, I'll start off with you've got Golden State Warriors versus L.A. Clippers.
1: I will say Warriors in five. In five. Ooh. I don't. I don't take the sweep because I, I do believe that the the L.A. Clippers will win one at home.
0: Um, I think it's going to be a sweep. Why? Because it's the Golden State Warriors. They have now DeMarcus Cousins. They probably have one of the strongest Yeah, but, ever. Yeah, no, no,
1: but, but can, can I can I just say that the the, the plus net rating of, of DeMarcus Cousins in the game, it, it's funny enough, I was reading an article that w- when when DeMarcus Cousins is in the game, the Warriors are worse because they've got a worse plus net rating. They got a minus rating when he, when he was in the game. But that's because of his injury, so... Yeah, I was going to say that.
0: It's probably because of his injury. And he just still hasn't come back fully
1: fit. But um, this season this season he's been terrible. The winner of that game will... Uh, win of uh, that the winner series. of that series.
0: Yeah, sorry. Will play against the winner of Rockets versus Jazz. I will say
1: Rockets in
0: six. Ooh. Probably Rockets. Um, I feel like the jazz can take them to seven
1: especially uh, with their the, defense the, the only the only reason i say like six is that i'm scared that rudy gobert gets exposed for his perimeter defense and then no, one is else what there to, um, support. no but what i'm trying to say is that r- although rudy gobert is probably a top three defender in the league his perimeter defense his willingness to go to the perimeter is something that he is scared of going to the perimeter. Because as I said with Dirk Nowitzki. He is not one of these modern sensors. With Jokic. And with, with Embiid. That, that have that footwork. Like with with Rudy Gobert. If he gets mixed up with, with his feet, feet work. Then you can blow past him. And that's the only worry, worry that I get with him. Is that when they do the pit. When they do the pick and pop, where Harden, Clint Capella sets the screen, and where they have to switch, and where the point guard goes on to Clint Capella, and then basically they can do the bay and switch with with Harden um, releasing it. I really don't trust in Gobert's ability to come and contest the shot from Harden, and therefore I really do believe that that um, the Goberts lack of perimeter defense is um is very much um is going to be the problem for the jazz and also the the way to beat the jazz i'm sorry is that if if you if you can get rudy gobert and you can push him out to the perimeter then that whole jazz defense sinks and that's how and, and that's the way you attack the jazz because if they've got that one defensive anchor in the middle and if you pull away that defensive anchor from the middle they're open in the middle at, at, and and then they're exposed so I de- So I think that depending on whether they, they can have have versatile switch defenders maybe like a Jay Crowder and the switches onto Harden instead of Gobert because I don't trust Gobert's perimeter defense then I'll go in 6 if they find a way to be versatile with the defense on Harden and Eric Gordon, then I could see this going to seven.
0: And you've also got Harden, who you pretty much cannot stop. Well, not can't stop, but
1: his <laughs> step back three thing is, is the thing. The thing is with Harden, you, you can stop him, but the only way you stop Harden is you defend him. You defend him from the side. Yeah, no, but his.
0: You literally most of the time you can't stop that step back. Uh, three. even when he's contested I mean you but, can, the thing is but in the playoffs he has um, he has seemed to be
1: it, 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 it's it's not even about fundamentally Harden being unstoppable or not it's just how there is a formula to be a team like the Jazz and even the the Mike Dantoni three point shot it's that with a team that, like the Jazz, who are based on their defensive center, and then they build out from that. And if you take away that foundation, the Jazz crumble. So I, I, I honestly think it, it could be done in five or six. Next one you've got is Portland versus OKC. Um, Por- Por- Portland in seven. In seven. Yep. I
0: think that, I think I'd say seven as well. Cause, thing is, the Paul George hasn't been doing the greatest after the All Star break, and
1: <laughs> the, the 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 fact the fact the, the, the fact is that if that if Russell Westbrook hadn't gone on, on his five game run that he's gone on in the last ten, five out of ten game run that he's gone on, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. They would have lost out to. Sa- it's no, they lost to. Yeah, Sacramento. They would have lost out to Sacramento, and Sacramento would have. Who would have been where? The, I know we're sp- been mean, where they are.
0: I know we're speaking about playoffs right now, but um, I have to mention that Kings uh did fire their head coach.
1: The the day. Oh yeah, Dave Yeager. Yeah, they do. I, I, I um, and I think the reasoning behind that we'll get we'll get we'll get more into that afterwards, but just qu- quick brief, is that the yeah. the owner I can't remember his name. He's got, Vlade Divac, I think it is. So that's their GM yeah. because he's, he's one of their legends from that 2000, 2001 squad that nearly won the championship. But um, but what I'm talking about is that, is their owner, oh no, um he's he's the Indian one who's been pushing Adam Silver to do the NBA Mumbai game Um, I can't remember his second name can you look it up for me but he's the one that's been forcing an NBA you see the NBA Mumbai game yeah 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 him and basically what what he wanted is that he he wanted a system that what basically what i don't understand is that Dave Jaeger tries to, to use his young players in, in a way that they could push for playoffs but i think the kings ownership wanting this year to be more of a development year which i find kind of hi- hypocritical because if you got a ch- if if you got a chance to go playoffs this year and Kings had a chance to go playoffs then why, why not take it and the fact is that they would have rather rather tanked a year develop Marvin Bagley a bit more which which I can see the logic in that you give more playing time to Marvin Bagley because I, I do think one of the major disagreements they had with Dave Yeager was that, Marv, uh, that he didn't give Marvin Bagley enough minutes and that he pre- he he he'd rather the development of their stretch for veteran um and not nine 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 be elite uh, who is a terrific terrific stretch for and i really think that he's going to be an underrated free agent signing for for those teams that those championship teams you just want one more guy to space the floor out anyway back to the um Back to the playoff standings. Um, I, I do believe with how... Honestly, I'm going to say... Honestly, how shitty the um, Spurs have been. Um, the um, Thunder, mm-hmm. Thunder have been as... Um, as as the season has really died down. And if it wasn't for Paul George and his size of the form... <laughs> this team without Paul George is one of the worst teams in the nba mm-hmm. that's it i mean I, he, and the and fact Westbrook that can keep putting up as many
0: triple dubs as he want but it doesn't really help
1: and i honestly think that that, that no i'm going to change my predictions i am going to go bold and say um blazers in six blazers in six I think I still think no, they be no, because, because I don't think they have enough firepower defensively, and because and because we all know that Paul George has to has to, ha, it has to deal with his torn shoulder. That right. I don't I don't know how you can still play basketball with, with a torn shoulder, or uh, no because because now it's healed a bit. He's had surgery. It's now a partially torn shoulder, from what I understand, and now you can play with. If you had a full torn shoulder, you can play with that.
0: I mean, I, I still think it's uh, seven because um, I think it's Blazers who've got home court advantage, so they'll probably win all their home
1: games and no case will win all their
0: uh, away games.
1: I mean, no, no. Games. I, I still think that, that, uh, that with Paul George not being as good defensively and Westbrook being a liability on defense, they haven't got that second player to guard McCullum. And I really don't trust with his injury Paul George guarding Damian Lillard. I really don't. I so that's why that's why in saying six I can definitely see um, the Blazers stealing one at home.
0: Um, the winner of that series plays um,
1: either Denver or San Antonio. Um this this is the first one that I go... I'm actually going to go Denver in... I'm going to go Denver in... I'm going to go Denver in five. No, Denver... Yeah, Denver in five. Denver in five. Yeah, because they've got home core advantage and... Fun fact, de- de- for, for form-wise, Denver's the best home team in the league.
0: Yeah
1: yeah yeah we um we added how the out that. and how the yeah. altitude I- helps them because Denver is one of the highest cities in America above sea level which makes breathing harder especially if you're an athlete and you and you have to go constantly and i think that's going to help help them and how they play a very fast brand of basketball and how that their system has been overhauled from last year Jokic is in my mind a top 5 candidate for MVP Um, so there's no really doubting that but the thing is that I do worry about (sighs) I do worry about the um, what do you call it Um, the Denver Nuggets is that whilst they're the best home team in the league they are they are a below-average away team. They're the Arsenal. In oh, more damn. than one, in in more than one comparison. First of all, they're owned by the Kronkes. Second of all, that they're, they're amazing at home, but shit away. So there's many comparisons between Denver and Arsenal. I guess you never realise that. All about the Kronkes. Hey. Um. Te- technically, Stan Kronke can't own. Another American franchise, but his company, which is Cro- which, which is Cron- which is Cronke Limited, which own Arsenal and own LA Rams and LA Denver. and Denver. Te- technically, technically, his wife runs the Denver Nuggets, and his son is I chief Arsenal. I think
0: what? no. I think. Um, his son owns Arsenal, no, no, he
1: owns Arsenal, his, his wife own. he owns Arsenal and LA Rams, his wife owns an NHL team, National Hockey League, yeah. and the N- Denver Nuggets, and, um, and his, and his son is, um, yeah, and, and his son is, um, director of basketball operations. Adam, I think.
0: I thought it because I, I remember seeing an article, um, how one of his sons was saying that if, as long as if Arsenal, um, get into a Champions League spot, then uh, they will consider something. And I just thought that this, um, the son was owning Arsenal. But anyway, um,
1: a bit, no, no I th- no final point on the cronkets. No, so Stan Kroenke is the majority owner of Arsenal because he owns 100% of the club. Then, Josh Kroenke is co-chairman of the club. So his vice... So his second in charge of the club is Josh Kroenke at Arsenal. Now... Now, his wife owns the NHL team and the Denver Nuggets and Josh Cronke is co-owner of the Denver Nuggets with his mother, and is co-owner of the NHL team, the, v- the vice president of Arsenal, but also the director of basketball operations for the Denver Nuggets.
0: So basically, the Kroenkes have every uh, some sort of um, ownership in every single um, imp-
1: major, imp- major major sport. Imp- major sport. We move on um, to the r- east unless you've got did you say um, I mean? yeah um no but I we, we only predicting the first round are we well, are we we'll go going...
0: we'll do first round first and then we'll go on to Okay
1: yeah okay I, I see what you mean
0: um for the east there's Milwaukee
1: versus Pistons I say Milwaukee in 5 I'm going to say because Milwaukee thing... in uh, 4 Because the form that Blake Griffin's been in, especially at the end of the season, he's the reason that they're there. And I think his, if he continues that in the playoffs, I can see, um, I can, depending on if Blake Griffin's on form, I can definitely see the series going to five. If not, I can see this being a sweep.
0: Um and the winner of that series will play um celtics or pacers
1: have you heard about the marcus smart injury no i didn't but now Um, that's potentially going to change my mind marcus smart is their best defender and is probably their sixth man and that's go that's almost as if i got injured for races I'm technically not. This the sixth man. I'm technically their starter. But if Liana plays, I'm the sixth man. If Liana doesn't play, I I'm I'm the captain and the starter Anyway, I'm the captain. F- I uh, am. Yeah, anyway, now I've
0: left. So.
1: No, I was I was I was already I was already the captain when you were there.
0: I know. I know.
1: But... Uh, anyway, more about wheelchair basketball soon. Uh, you just but need to find the time to actually and remember yes. to do it. Uh, but. Um, I, so since Marcus Smart is gone and he he's and he, he's going to miss the rest of the season now he's even going to miss the entire playoffs I I and depending on how Miles Turner is defensive because Miles Turner is for me, for me is probably right now my defensive player of the year no, my second defensive player my second, because the fact is he, he, his defensive impact on that team, having the most blocks in the NBA. For for me, defensive player is between him, Paul George, and Andre Drummond. For for me, at least.
0: will be after playoff prediction.
1: Yeah. And anyway, I. And it and it depends if this Indiana team can keep the spirit up, and if they can, I would definitely say that this series in seven. And with this Marcus Smart injury, I I'm gonna. My heart says Pacers in seven, but my but my brain says six. Um, air uh, says Celtics in seven, which I'm gonna go with my brain. I'm gonna go Celtics in seven.
0: Celtics in seven.
1: Yeah,
0: I you... I, I I'll probably agree with that as well. Although. It really, it really depends. Depen- how, it depends how Kyrie as well plays.
1: Whether he will choke. No, but I think we can just generally say Celtics in seven. Hmm.
0: All right. So is that your final answer? Celtics in seven. Yep. Um. Next up. You, you keep note of of, of because yeah, we both got
1: different second rounds.
0: Yeah, I'm writing it down. Okay. Um. 76ers.
1: Uh, it will play the Nets. Um, I've got, I've got uh, 76ers in five. 76ers in
0: five. Yep. I think Nets will put up a good effort, and I'm going uh, six. So
1: you're 70- giving them one. You're giving them one more away. Oh, um, home win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and. The winner of that will play um, Toronto or Magic. Or like um, Magic. I, I honestly think, um, out of all the series in the plots, I think this is the most convincing sweep. sweep. Because I... Yeah, I, I've got to say sweep. Because I, I believe that Detroit will steal one game away from Milwaukee. And I do believe that um, the Clippers will steal one game away from the Warriors. So I, I definitely that this this is the most likely sweep out of of any of the series. All right,
0: so I'll go back to what, the what, west. What, what,
1: what, oh, what have you What
0: have you got? I uh, I'll say a sweep as well because the magic aren't really that convincing. I mean, no. they 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 played okay to get into the actual the playoffs.
1: Have 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 you have you have you seen that? Um, they've got plans for their new arena. No, but they have should you, change they're...
0: it because their arena looks
1: absolutely dreadful. Their, their, their new arena coming in 2025, and you know how they're sponsored Disney. Mm-hmm. Their arena will actually be in Walt Disney Studios. You're kidding, they, right? No, I'm not kidding. That that it's basically being called the Disney Experience Center is what. So is there going to be a cinema as well in there? I, I, do, I don't I don't know, but it's actually in one of the Disney theme parks. From Um, what I'm hearing, so the kids are going to have fun. (laughs) But I'm definitely so for me, that's the most likely sweep.
0: Um, we'll go back to the West. Um, so you mentioned you said Golden State Warriors in Houston.
1: Um, I will say Golden State in five.
0: In five. See, when they did play in the regular season. It was two to one, I think, to Houston.
1: Now, no, some of those let, games. Let, let, let me change that. Change that to Warriors and six.
0: Because, um, what was I going to say? So I think some of those games, um, the Warriors either didn't have DeMarcus Cousins or they didn't have Steph Curry or KD. So you know, it's just. But I, I I think Warriors are probably gonna win. It's gonna be tough for them.
1: Uh, this series is definitely not going seven. Either way, it's not going seven. The thing is, it it's, it's going six max.
0: I'm concerned that it could go seven.
1: No, it won't go seven. I'm gonna put seven. It re- it really it really depends if Harden's hot. If Harden's hot, yes. God, that no. I
0: might change my mind depending on how I when I if when I see the highlights for the jazz games, then I may change my mind. Yeah. But right now I'm putting seven for Golden State.
1: Oh, I'm a, I still go six, and I'm the non-Warriors fan. I
0: know, but it's just I'm not. I, I can't explain that. I just I, I think it's going to go seven. Um.
1: Then blaze I will
0: change um, my decision depending on. James Harden plays. Now the next one is Portland versus Denver.
1: Um, I'm gonna go Blazers in seven.
0: So you're saying the Blazers are gonna do better than Denver?
1: Now here's my thinking.
0: Because the Blazers did it, have improved and they are in
1: the third seed. They but why? What, w- w- what I will say is that I'm gonna go Blazers. This this is the most likely series to go to seven games for me. I feel like there's going to be a game winner in one of these games, and and because if you look, if you look at how the second round plays out, and and how in this position, um, Portland would have the first two home games, then I I th- I think the Nuggets are screwed. I think as soon as it goes back to there. And especially if the last game's gonna be in, in Portland, then I, I'm definitely I'm definitely going Portland Portland in se- in seven. I i the
0: thing is Denver are very unpredictable in, in the way they play. <laughs> it, and the, yeah, it, like it, you it, mentioned earlier that they have the best home record. They're the, the, the shit away away from me. I, I don't actually, uh, it would be Denver having home court advantage to
1: win. <sighs> no, but, no, but what I'm trying to say is that, no, my, my, my main point being is that the last game, that if it does go to seven, which I, I do think, and considering how Jamal Murray and Gary Harris have been slumping for the last s- s- 10 games, I definitely do think it, it will go to Game 7 just on ability. And then, of course, the, the last Game 7, if it goes to Game 7, we'll, uh, Blazers will have an advantage. And because of their terrible away record, I definitely think that... Um, I, ju- I just think the Blazers will win at, at their home court. And, and that, so that's, why, that's why I'm, I'm going Blazers... Um,
0: Warriors in the final. I mean I think the Blazers have improved massively and because uh, the past few seasons they've been playing um, Golden State Warriors in the first round it's slightly been unfair for them to actually get through to the finals so I think the fact that they're in third place has
1: and... it, it, it Look, if, if Denver get Because I I do believe that on ability alone That this series will go to 7 games And depending on the order of who get Because we all know that Denver will will win the first 2 games But then the next 3 games No the next 2 are in Portland So that will be 2-2 Going on the away record And then and Yes So if it does go to 7 Which I do think it will So you think Portland can win at
0: um, Denver's
1: home? No, because the last game—if it goes to seven—it um, the last game will be played in Portland. Really? Yeah.
0: Isn't it home court advantage for Denver because they're in? Set, yeah, they're but home seven court,
1: home court is home court is, the, is um the, the the only the first two games.
0: Well, surely not. It really depends on. Well, no, because no, because surely then. Denver would have four games at home and um, Portland would have three because Denver came second in the uh,
1: conference I honestly think that this series comes down to who gets the game seven and where and this is the, t- this is the toughest one to call for me because I in I think F it I'm, I'm going to say um, Blazers and seven. Blazers and
0: seven. Yeah. So you're sure you're uh, that they're going to win in uh, Denver's home if it is because it probably will be at home in Denver.
1: No, because the way I see it, I see it going. The first two games I see going to Denver. Then the next two I see going to. Um. I see going to Portland. Then I then I see. Yeah, but the, yeah, but then it really depends on, and also, and also, as I said, who who defends Damian Lillard? Because I know Gary Harris has been all right defensively, but he hasn't been solid. So, so I'm, not, I'm just gonna go out on a whim, and I think they pull off, the Blazers pull off the upset, win one in Denver, and then go on to win because the fact is. This this is my thing. If Blazers win one in Denver, series is over. Blazers win in however many games. Because if if Blazers find a way to win at Denver, then it's done.
0: I'm just I'm just concerned because if it's the Den- if it's at uh, Denver's home, then will and be able to? win where who against a team who's got the best home record
1: this season because i, I think there's, there's something crazy like 3rd thir- they're like something like 40 and 8 no they're, they're like 38 and 3
0: and especially with the whole altitude situation that you mentioned that's th- it
1: they're 38 and 3 at home But then again, there's something like 20 and 20 away from home, like literally. So, so, so I'm I'm going with, so who are you going with?
0: My heart says Portland, and I'd love Portland to win, but it I, I feel like it probably will be Denver.
1: And it, okay, so, so I'll go with you on that one, and I'll go Denver. Um,
0: For the East, uh, you've got Milwaukee versus... I've got, I've got a
1: prediction for this. Whoever wins this series wins the east. Whoever wins that series wins the east. Whoever wins between the Bucks and the Celtics wins this wins the east. Um but I th-
0: I probably think that um Milwaukee are going to win that.
1: I I've got Milwaukee in 6.
0: I'd say Milwaukee in 5. Um the next um, one yeah
1: And if Marcus Smart is really injured, that, yeah, and I'm going to go with your. And we're only basing this off is that if. No, but even even if
0: um, Marcus Smart. Then Marcus isn't Smart
1: injured, is injured. But we don't know the extent of time because there are rumours that he may come halfway through the se- through the second round. So. Even if
0: Marcus Smart is injured, I still think that Celtics can't.
1: This is also a tough one. I've got Milwaukee winning either way, but it's whether it's in five or six. I, I definitely I don't see even
0: this potentially in- see this uh, in Milwaukee. Four.
1: No, no.
0: With how
1: no, I'm, I'm, Celt- no, the Celtics have no, been playing, uh, no, no, I'm I'm not disrespecting Brad Stevens. Like that. Although he's had a bad coaching year, Brad Stevens, coach for coach wise, tactic wise, is the second best coach in the NBA. So, I'm not going to disrespect him like that. I'm not going to outcast him like that. I will I will say Milwaukee in... Yeah, I'm going to go with my original prediction. I'm going to go Milwaukee in six.
0: I'm,
1: I'm saying five or four. Um, I, I, no, I don't know how you can disrespect the Celtics like that. I have I know they've had a messed up season, but you've, you've still got to put some respect on Brad Stevens. Yeah, you've
0: got to put respect... For- gotta look at it for real that they haven't had the best of seasons and against milwaukee
1: they've won only one okay it, also if if indiana does make it i do i'd basically whoever makes it out of that bot that Boston indiana series because you. if I, I do I do if Indiana do beat the Celtics I I still see this series going Indi- um uh, Milwaukee 6 Indiana 6 Indiana 2 uh, uh, so, so, so so I uh, so my finished prediction is Milwaukee in 6 Milwaukee in 6 yep. Wait.
0: um I'm still sticking with 5 for 4 I I, I don't think but, uh, I mean you could say that I'm disrespecting but I I just don't, I don't I can't have faith in the Celtics who have been pretty crap and, and,
1: and I and honestly I can't have faith in them as as a unit but I'll tell you what I do respect their coach
0: because their coach he's an, well he's been an amazing coach for quite a while just this season hasn't been the best yeah, because
1: he's he's had too many egos on that team
0: Kyrie as well with his health yeah. um yeah India. I'm the
1: best player in the world and I wanna play in New York. Yeah.
0: Um the next one is 76ers versus Toronto.
1: Um I'm This whole series depends on, on Joel Embiid's health. If Joel Embiid is eighty percent, then I, I go sixes. I go Toronto in five. If Joel if Joel Embiid's healthy I go sixes in seven. Um, I'm saying and and also going back to that Sixers Nets series um, I do believe that because you know Joel Embiid is missing game 1 and game 2 of the Nets and what is he injured? yeah he's injured he's got back strain Mm. so he's missing those 2 games Which, 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 which is why I do think that the Nets potentially push it to five or six. No, that's why I said Nets and six. Um, you said sixes and six. No, I, no, I said sixes and six. But that's why I give Brooklyn the chance of having two games. The start, because the thing is, without Joel Embiid, I'm sorry. Without Joel Embiid on that roster, any team in the East apart from Orlando can be um, a a Joel Embiid-less 76ers. Because I don't, I do not believe in Ben Simmons and Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris to carry this team to, in a playoff series.
0: So then, what did you say? Um, Sixers versus um,
1: Toronto. If Joel Embiid's back, back is alright, and this is what it depends on, if Joel Embiid's back is alright, I see 17-6 as winning at 7. If if Joel Embiid's back, back is alright, but he, he's playing at 80%, I, I'm going um, Toronto in, in 5. I'm probably seeing Toronto
0: either way i just the Sixers can be unpredictable really like in terms of um in terms of how they play and their wins and losses they could they could be winning against the celtics one day but then the next day losing to like the magic or an even worse team at some point it's just this season they have been quite um inconsistent and a bit unpredictable
1: and they all and it and this is the year where Brett, we actually actually get to analyse Brett, Brett, Brett Brown's coaching ability because this is the year where we can actually have it down on the microscope.
0: All right, so we've got um, so because I'm going Toronto and you're going Sixers.
1: No, no. no my prediction is that on the variable, that, on the variable that. Um, are we going on the variable the Joe? If Joel Embiid bit, is healthy. If Joel Basically I'm gonna make two predictions for the Eastern Conference Finals and one and one predicting that Joel Embiid is healthy and one predicting that Joel Embiid is not healthy. So my Joel Embiid is not a healthy one. I've, i I've got the um the Bucks winning in six over um I've got yeah, I've got the Bucks winning in six over um, what do you call it? Celtics. Cel so, um. Now I've got winning in six over over Toronto oh. in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, Eastern
0: Conference Finals, okay.
1: So and if and if Joel Embiid is healthy, I've I've got um Milwaukee in six games over the 76 The Thing is,
0: like now, coming to think
1: of it. Really, the the Eastern Conference, especially on on the South bracket, or the or the South bracket, which is basically um, the the Philadelphia-Toronto side, all depends on Joel Embiid's health. And I don't trust Joel Embiid's health because with jo- with Joel Embiid with Joel Embiid healthy, this team is a top five team in the NBA.
0: Thing is, then I got to think about as well how.
1: This, uh, Toronto they it depends how how they manage Kawhi Leonard and how many minutes they give him because they,
0: they I mean the thing is they have and it depends how many well minutes been... Kawhi actually wants to play they also have been as well not inconsistent
1: but just a bit I, I would honestly say that Toronto roster wise is the, Ross, I think Toronto has the best roster in the east but they don't know how to use it all right so final prediction Milwaukee Toronto right uh Mil- I would say I would say Milwaukee Toronto Eastern Conference Finals and I I will say um Milwaukee in six Milwaukee in six
0: and finally for the west what, what, are, you, what, what are you
1: going with i'd two?
0: probably say six or five that's my prediction
1: i i'm really worried that we are overhyped with the... i mean the thing uh, is because milwaukee is we're, been... we're, we're, we're not overhyping milwaukee but i just think that some that I think that Celtic series will be closer than we what we think. Yeah, is. the thing is, you, you've got to think about the fact that last
0: season you didn't have you um, Milwaukee won amazing, and nor was uh, Giannis at, uh, at that time. Whereas now Giannis is a potential MVP. He's yeah. Y- y-
1: y- y- Giannis was still averaging twenty seven points last season. But last season he wasn't an, a potential MVP. And yeah, but the fact is, he was still averaging the same stats, is that he was just careless in the playoffs. And the fact is, yeah, I, I would argue that, yes, Giannis was an MVP candidate last year, he was just snubbed. Because, technically, Giannis was my fourth candidate for MVP last year. However, he did screw up in the playoffs, and I... Milwaukee should have won that series last year and should have got the second round But Boston with Jason Tatum proved everyone wrong It's gonna be an interesting one I think so I've got I've So I'm, I'm just gonna say um, Milwaukee in six and you've got Milwaukee in five um, For The Eastern Conference Finals Western Conference Finals. Western Conference Finals.
0: It's Golden State Portland that you've, uh, have both said.
1: <sighs> Go. Um, I would say this is a sweep. Sweep. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you as well. If if it was Denver, it, no. Can I just play the flip coin? If Denver, if Denver's in here, um, I would say Warriors at the six. So I do, I do see Denver winning both games, at at Denver, and therefore can I change my my um my Portland Denver because I've I'm now convinced with the home because the, the fact is that every time the Warriors went to Denver they lost. Uh, and I, th- and the fact is that for the season you only lost three to five home games. I think that just proved something immense, and I believe that. That so, can I change my prediction from Portland and um, Portland and uh, Denver to Denver in seven? Denver in seven. Yeah, and then can, and then my my NBA finals prediction, I will go. Uh, so, are you going to change your um, Portland Denver prediction? I honestly yeah. think you should, because if it, because uh, if the, yeah, because because now I'm doing the math in my head, and and if it does go to seven, I do the last game will be in Denver, which means that Denver will win.
0: And then, how, what are you saying for the NBA finals? Uh, for the Western Conference Finals. Western Conference Finals.
1: Uh, I, I'm, go, I'm, go, I'm going Warriors and six because I do believe. That um, Denver, Denver will win both their games,
0: and they will have home court advantage as well. Um, Golden State Warriors.
1: So, so I believe that the Warriors will win their two games, and then Denver will win their two games in Denver, and then Warriors will finish off the series back at the Oracle. So, so what have you got? So I've got Denver in six. Uh, I've got. Denver... Uh, if you got... Uh, if, you, if you get... If you get Denver in five, I kill you. Go, wait, go so Denver in you so You're saying Denver's gonna win? No, I'm gonna... I'm gonna no, I'm, I'm saying that Den- Denver's gonna win their two home games in the series. Because I, I I, think at home, in the playoffs, Denver will be undefeated. That Denver will, will not lose at home at any point in the playoffs. I
0: mean... They've had the three-in-one record. No, actually, it was one of the games that um, the Golden State Warriors played in um, Denver that they won. Uh, in fact, they blew they blew out um, Denver. When was this? It was on the uh, 16th of January.
1: I'm gonna have to double-check that because I don't. And I, and I like how, as a Warriors fanboy, he's trying to justify um, worry, Warriors in 5, when he cl- when he needs to clearly realise that it's going to be Warriors... No,
0: I, if- the thing is, I, I agree with you completely, it's going to be probably Warriors in 6, but I'm just saying that, um, with the whole home court thing, uh, Golden State Warriors... Yeah,
1: do- yeah so our so, so, so both um, conference finals are Milwaukee in 6, and... Golden State Warriors in six. Okay, and so the NBA Finals. So the NBA
0: Finals, Golden State Warriors versus Milwaukee.
1: I've got um got the Golden State Warriors in. Th- no, this is tough. I'm going for. This is this is, it, How are you going for? I'm four? making a bold prediction. I'm going for. I th- I think your push, like I I would say six. I- I'm gonna go one six. I I'm saying because four, uh, because but, uh,
0: because it, uh, it, but the most is I'm going
1: uh, Warriors
0: five.
1: No, Milwaukee will win one at what one at Milwaukee, and Milwaukee will steal one at the Oracle. I'm
0: I'm going four, if anything
1: five. No, with no, no uh, you're a deluded Warriors fanboy. So can we actually put down record? For you to be five, to be more realistic. No, it's,
0: trust me. I'm. No, in fact, you can't say that I'm a realistic one because I've been saying how against Houston it will probably go to uh, seven. When you were saying that it's probably going to go to six. So no, I, was, I was doubting them at some point.
1: Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is that you can't. The thing. The thing is, you're being hypocritical here because like, because the thing is you 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 said don't I I trust Milwaukee to get t- to do the job, and here and here, and here you are giving them no credit in the NBA final when when it, it in fact for the season series, the Warriors and Milwaukee are tied two two. Milwaukee w- won
0: one one because they
1: what what, what, what one one M- Milwaukee won at the Oracle and then. But, and right, then, okay
0: okay I think I'm now considering it when they did lose Golden State they lost by um 23 points that was when they didn't have DeMarcus Cousins as
1: yeah, but well but listen the listen de- listen the DeMarcus Cousins they also has been, been, they has been also, actually terrible on defense they also
0: haven't had they didn't have um what's his name Draymond Green in that squad Draymond
1: Green has been terrible this year. No,
0: but he has been uh, impacting the squad um, for the past few games recently.
1: Yeah, but the fact is, will that transition into the third playoff series that they would have played back to back to back to back? Does does Draymond's effort still there? I'm
0: going to change it. I'm going to go five and if at the most six.
1: Thank you for being realistic. Uh, At least you didn't have your trousers halfway down your knees, if you get what I mean. Um,
0: we spoke about this. (laughs) You even had that one-liner in episode 9 with your whole Steph Curry and me. I'm not even going to repeat that. Because after hearing it in the post-edit,
1: I was absolutely disgraced. (laughs) No, but but it's true, you're not the only one. um, you've got as uh, Zach Curry fanboy. No, he's not a Curry fanboy. No, he, no, he's no, he's a LeBron fanboy. He's a LeBron fanboy or um, I don't even know what other
0: fanboys what you?
1: Yeah, LeBron. Um, Le, um, Ma, no, Matt Maddie's a Curry fan girl. Yeah. No. But if you some... fo- no, if you follow Maddie on Instagram, it's cringy. She she's a she says her crush is death Curry. Good as fuck.
0: Alright, but we need to go uh, and talk about the awards, the NBA awards. Um, start
1: with your coach of the year. Coach of the year! Um, There's only two real candidates for this award for me. Budenholzer and Doc Rivers. And Doc Rivers, because I-
0: last week you were saying that um, Nate McMillan... It,
1: it realistically oh, no, um, not named it's between, it's between realistically coaches. it's between four coaches. Realistically the co is Mike Malone It's Budenholzer, Mike Malone, Doc Rivers and Nate McMillan. And the the more I think about it Especially for the regular season and how Doc Rivers both Doc Rivers and Mike Budenholzer are having their best. Now, actually, for Budenholzer, it really depends if you consider because because in 2015, the Atlanta Hawks with Josh Smith, with Al Horford, with Dennis Schroeder, um, that that, that Hawks team went sick went uh, was was the first in the conference and went sixty three wins. And that was the best regular season of his career, uh, and then basically Budenholzer and the Hawks a- actually. Um, we chose. finished
0: off with uh, sixty and twenty-two, um, Milwaukee. This season,
1: yeah. But the, the fact is, Budenholzer's best season was in two thousand fifteen. Was in two thousand fifteen with the Hawks, with Josh Smith, with Al Horford, and um, Paul Millsap, and Dennis Schroeder. And Jeff Teague, and and that call got got him to 64 wins. So, do you think Mike Budenholzer? <sighs> Coaching-wise, the fact the fact is, but Doc Rivers.
0: No, but does, statistic- does, do all these awards um, also count the playoffs?
1: No. I was
0: gonna say, if. Um, Milwaukee don't live up to the hype, and they do the same no, as last week. Uh, uh, last
1: um, season. No, th- no. The th- the, th- the thing is, Milwaukee will at least get to the second round. That's that. That's what I will say.
0: Um. So that's the coach of the year. i I'm, I'm so, going to say as well. So,
1: so I've got Budenholzer for that one. I'm going to say Budenholzer as well. Um, but Doc Rivers Doc Rivers for me A close second Um
0: Next one Most improved
1: Most improved Now there's only Three Three people For this award If you count Joe Harris As being the best Three point shooter In the league Because Joe Harris Is the best Three point shooter In the league For the in The least Um As an improvement Then I don't Even know what You're smoking So Um but I will say that the three candidates are Buddy Heald that has gone from a 15-point scorer to an nearly 20-point scorer, and being that second star in Sacramento. And I can definitely I can definitely see a case why he would win. Pascal Siakam, um, probably. I've got
0: stats for Siakam because last season he was averaging seven points a game, four rebounds. from field, and 22% from three. This season, he's averaging 16 points, seven rebounds, 55% from field, and
1: 35.4% from three point But, there's two two arguments I'd argue with. Is that, look, look, you can be the most improved player statistically, but are you the most improved player in terms of helping your team? Like, have you, has your, has your has your improved ability helped your team? And the fact is, if you like, who's had the the most impact out out of out of them three? Buddy Hills had more of an impact on Sacramento than Siakam's had on Toronto. Although Siakam's been DeAndre more Russell. DeAndre Russell. and and in that sense, DeAndre Russell couldn't be. For 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 me, I I would say that statistically and. Ability-wise, if you look up the definition of the word, see Arkham is the most improved player. But having that ability translate to your team improving as well—that—that—that that, that applies more to Buddy Hield becoming that second star and DeAndre Russell becoming that all-star slash. Although he won't—he won't be the face of of the Brooklyn Nets for long, because I do believe that. J- Jimmy Butler or Kevin Durant will end up there as major free agents but for now for now he's transitioned into being the face of the Nets so in that in those terms I would consider Buddy healed and it, it really depends on what term same as MVP like the debate I'm having for MVP is that it really depends on on how you interpret the most improved player yes it's about improved ability but it's how that ability translates so, so in that fact I will probably go as the most improved player D'Angelo Russell
0: in the mid um, mid award predictions I, I, we, I mean I for instance um, said definitely um Pascal yeah. Siakam but as the season has been going though D'Angelo Russell has been popping up in my newsfeed, or in the, a YouTube video or anything like that
1: more and more. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's not it's not about popularity. It's how his increased ability. No, but that's the thing. The because nets. of his
0: popular because of how well he's been playing. Carrot well not carrying
1: that nets but yeah, but the NBA world should never be about popularity and I think you're making it into a popularity thing. No, because ha- I'm half let me yeah, yeah. if you ask me to, if 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 I went to an NBA f- NBA fan and I asked them who Pascal Siakam is. They would, they wouldn't, know. They, they wouldn't know. And potentially some people. No, no, the
0: thing is, not probably. If I was to ask um, a regular NBA fan as well, they probably wouldn't know who um, D'Angelo Russell is because um, re- Most
1: re- people like no, but no, 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 like, literally. What? I'm gonna go through all three of them. If you if you ask people. You're making this into a popularity contest and and therefore Sea Arkham would come last, Buddy Healed would come second, and then DeAndre Russell would come first. If you're if if that if your description of most improved player is by popularity.
0: What I wanted to
1: say. But is. by ability wise, I would then say that the award goes Buddy Healed, C Arkham, and then Deandra Russell. Just based on ability alone and that translating to to, uh, the Nets having a better record.
0: I honestly think that D'Angelo Russell, he, he didn't, we didn't hear anything amazing about him in the beginning of the season, but as the season went on, he started to become you know, he started to um, be talked about more because of how he's been playing. And the fact that he's gone from taking... Uh, I can't even remember what position the Nets were. I'm pretty sure they weren't even in the playoffs at some point. To now so being in the sixth... Sixth... Um, sixth... Um,
1: they're, they're they've always been in the... They've been in the playoffs since November. No. No, they have. Sure, They were the eighth seed in November and since his blooming... They've moved up to the sixth seed. So realistically, yeah, but no,
0: there, there we go. From going from the eighth seed uh, to the sixth seed with from um, D'Angelo yeah, Russell's blooming. Yeah,
1: but yeah, but then you cannot you can argue, f- I, and I'm only playing Devil's Advocate here that the East has been weaker, especially in the low in the low in the lower, um, lower than than the sixth seed. Basically, basically, the top five teams in the East are Indiana. Uh, not in any order in indiana milwaukee boston philadelphia and toronto and 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 then any team after that could qualify for the playoffs the thing is next year i do think atlanta will make the playoffs because of how they've been developing and how trey young is taking that step forward just as i believe that um Dallas will make the playoffs next year, especially if Chris Porzingis comes back healthy, and especially if these allegations don't... Mm. Um, uh, uh, more on that in the next episode. Appar- apparently they're trying to test the letter that the, 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 the um, accusers made for handwriting analysis because they do believe it is dodgy handwriting for the letter of complaint. So they're but, saying that... Um but... Th- but his look, Chris Ashwood is saying that he he won't comment on the issue, or he won't he won't go to court until they've done a handwriting analysis on the complaint letter, which I think is a bit petty, but I think it delay it delays it a bit, but I think it's needed.
0: Um. Anyway, next award, sixth man of the year.
1: So 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 so, so who are you going who are you going for? Um. I'm
0: I'm saying probably D'Angelo Russell but more, yeah. most likely I think
1: it's probably gonna be Pascal Siakam I would like it to be D'Angelo Russell but it, it would probably be um... no, no, no. Te- technically no it's between them two but I don't I don't think especially if, because look if you look in the media there is there is a heavy media bias to James Harden there yeah, is definitely. a heavy there's a heavy media bias. start there is now a heavy media bias towards Trey Young all the, all the, I find it funny because there, there was a very heavy bias towards Luke at the start of the season and i and I like how the media um cough <coughs> cough, cough, cough undisputed coughf cough ESPN have actually switched between Luke and Trey young all season and I don't believe that it's fair reporting but I but do that's how the media goes
0: It's all that- for...
1: But if you do, and it's the media that vote on these awards, i um, It's the media, the players, and the coaches who vote on these awards, and and the, uh, we we only get to vote on MVP and Rookie of the Year. But I would definitely say that there has been an equal amount of spotlight on both. No, I would say DeAndre Russell has had more spotlight. So if you're if you're talking about in, t- in terms of the eyes of the media I think D'Ang- D'Angelo Russell is a more recognised most improved player alright so who, who's your sixth man um, uh, for me, for, for me, um, for me for, there's only really two people for, for this award it's it's Lou it's Lou Williams no, and it, it, it's Lou Williams. Dennis Schroeder, I think. Den, Dennis Schroeder, and... I can't even think of a third person. Because I, I think it's only... It's only yeah, no, Derek Rose. Mm. Yeah, because Derek Rose has been back up when we got to Jeff Teague. He has been doing bits. The, he, I, I think he will still get... Um, nominated as the third, as, as the third, because of his storyline, but yeah, I probably as well go. Then um, I like. I, 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 so, so, the way I the way I have it, I have it. Er- Rose in third, Schroeder in second, Lou Williams in first, and that would mean that Lou Williams would be a three-time, a three-peat, um, sixth man of the year. I, yeah I'd probably agree with you that, uh, it'll probably
0: be Lou Will. He, he is just that, that
1: force, and what you need is for a sixth man in your squad. Um, and, tec- and, te- and, te- and technically, he should be the, um, the, the, um, Clippers starting shooting guard. But the thing is he has more an impact for them when he's, um, I don't think he's really complaining that he's not in, um. Because he's their their best shooting guard. Avery Bradley is more of a defensive shooting guard. So, um, next award, Rookie of the Year. Um, okay, for this one we'll go top fives. So for me, it goes Kevin Herter at five. Um, no. No, no, no. No, Kevin Knox at five. Um... Then, Jaron Jackson Jr. Then, Marvin Bagley. Then... Then, then Trey Young. Then, Luka Doncic. And I go to Luka Doncic because... I believe that Luka Doncic has had the better overall season. Although... Trae Young Trae Young has ha- had the better second half of the season and that's why he's getting more media, media attention because of of the profile of, of how he is popping off rather than the Lucas calming down um, and did you see Rick Carlisle's comments about about Luca being the um, greatest rookie ever since Lebron
0: um, I mean many people have said that and I Probably agree
1: with them as well, Um, but you've got to consider Blake Griffin's rookie season when Blake Griffin did average twenty-one and a half points, so he averaged three point point three points higher than Luca. But
0: who I think is going to be Rookie of the Year? Um, I'm definitely saying Luca Domčić. That's for sure. Trey Young is your
1: top five, though.
0: I, I I'll, I'll probably go the same as yours. I don't see anyone else that uh, probably having better than that top five.
1: Yeah. Uh, Although J- Jalen Brunson also on the Dallas has, has because all, what I also like to say about about um, the rookies is that the se- the second rookie of the year award always goes to the best second round pick. I I I think this should be a category because I don't think the second round picks get enough love.
0: Did Shay and did Gilgis Alexander be? Uh, was
1: he in? Jay um... Gil, Gilgis Alexander was the twelfth. Was the twelfth pick? Oh, okay. He wasn't a second round pick. Jalen basically Jalen Brunson, Mitchell Robinson, um, Alonzo Trey were all um. We're all second-round picks, all right. And finally, we'll um, MVP award. Uh, defensive Player of the Year.
0: Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot about Defensive Player of the Year as well. Uh, I, I think that
1: obvious. I think that. I honestly think, even though he hasn't been the best defensive player in the second half of the year, um, I definitely think you. For his amazing first half, you've still got to give it to um, Paul George. I think it goes Giannis, Paul George. No, it goes goes third, Giannis, second, Joel Embiid, and then Paul George.
0: I don't really have a top three. Um, But I think definitely... um, I'd definitely go for um, Paul George for Defensive Player of the Year and... Miles Turner maybe second.
1: Uh, I no I. I honestly think that Miles Turner has had the bet has had the better overall C defensive C. No, I'm gonna re change that because I completely forgot about about uh, Miles Turner. I go is five, Joel Embiid four. No I go. No I go. Yanis uh, for Joel Embiid three. Paul George, Paul George second, and not, and not, I, I actually give, no, no, no. I go Miles Turner second. I, I go Paul. George, I still give Paul George the award for the amazing first half.
0: Um.
1: Now, now, finally,
0: the MVP award. Yep. Yeah. Took um, a long
1: time, but still. Do you want to start with it or? Um, I? we got. Uh, we start with our top five. Mm-hmm. Um, ba- No, basically you re- you reveal your five. No, then I start my five. You reveal your five. I reveal my four. You reveal your four. Then we we go up like that. So. You start with your five first. All right. My five, probably.
0: Um, <sighs> I think I'm gonna have to I'm- agree with you with the Nikola Jokic situation.
1: So Nikola Jokic five. Um, my five is at Carl Anthony Towns. Ooh. Damn. Um. What's your four? Who's your four? My four. No, but, no because because when I when I I thought you said agree with me, I thought you would agree with me Carl ha- Anti Towns five, Jokic four. No,
0: because I, I forgot about Carl Anthony Towns, so that's the thing.
1: Okay, so it's so, so, so let, let's redo it. So my my your five is probably Carl Anthony Towns. Then then four then 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 fourth is Nikola Jokic, what's your fourth? I, I I'm honestly hesitating to put Nikola Jokic at three because of of Joel Embiid's health. I just It really depends on I'm whether you have healthy Joel
0: Nikola Jokic vibe for MVP. He
1: he has been the only reason that Uh well you well you're just dumb. Ne- so so let, let's repeat our. So I got Carl Anthony Towns at five. You got Carl Anthony Towns. Then at fourth, we both got Nikola
0: Jokic. Three, I've got Joel Embiid. Yeah, well, no, actually, helps. no, 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 no. Three, I've got. Um, I'm stuck with either. I want to say Steph Curry. But I think that would
1: how, be a bit. No, how dare you? He, he he's net. He hasn't been in the MVP conversation all year. Uh, I, how, how can you even say Curry at three? Like I, I could potentially see well, your. How can you say Paul George? And how can you say
0: Joel Embiid right now when he's been injured and barely playing? and when he does play
1: he no, has no but the, but the, the, the fact is he's, Joel Embiid is still, has still played 52 games therefore still am, still making eligible for MVP you just need to play over 45 games to be considered for a major award no you need to play over 35 games to be considered for a major award which he has done so, so, so I'm still going to put Joel Embiid at 3 so
0: you're snubbing off Paul George completely
1: Yeah, because he landed a terrible second half. I'd I'd probably agree with you then. So, 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 so recap. Carl Anthony Towns 5. Carl Anthony Towns, Nikola Jokic 4. Joel Embiid 3. Joel Embiid 3. Now, Now, now because of the need for
0: attention. Because of the media attention, because of the stats, because of how you can say Harden carried that team whilst Chris Paul and Klinkerpeller was injured.
1: Who's the best player out of them? Who's the the better player? Who would you want on your roster if you're going to start an NBA team tomorrow?
0: Like, without a doubt, I'd definitely pick the Greek Freak.
1: And I think for for me, like, I can understand that Yard, that... James Harden's had them the better year statistically, but who's been the most valuable player? Now, I I think they've both been valuable in different ways, but what and I and this MVP conversation for me is not really an MVP question, and I know that the people are sick of me making this point, but I think people need to consider it more. De- this award for me is really the influence of Budenholzer versus the influence of Daryl Morey and that if you take Budenholzer away from Milwaukee yes they wouldn't be the first seed but would Giannis be putting up the same amount of stats yes because I still think he could average your 27 your you yeah, could still average your 27 your 12 and the, and, the, and then your 7 assists but they would be probably the sixth seed or, or the fourth seed without Budenholzer, honestly. And but if you, ta- and if you take Darryl Morey off Houston with, with Harden, Harden would go back to being a terrible defender and that Houston team wouldn't function therefore not giving Harden the opportunity to be a greenlit shooter so therefore I can so it's not really a question about who's the most valuable player They're, they're the most valuable player because of the people behind them and people have made a big deal about Harden carrying the Rockets and to some extent he has but if if you take Daryl Morey away, can he can he still be as valuable to the Rockets? Personally, I don't I don't think so. If you take so this or, is if a
0: you, conversation of the team, it's more a conversation of the if,
1: player. Yeah, but But if you take away Daryl Morey from Houston, is James Harden still as valuable to Houston? Because the, thi- the, thing, the is thing the thing the thing is, take, has improved massively since last because, season. Because that's only because Daryl Morey's there. Daryl Morey came out of retirement. If Daryl Morey stayed in retirement, Houston would still be one of the worst defense in the league, therefore, therefore hard, hard, Harden wouldn't get as much uh, emphasis in the transition play, therefore not being able to score as much, but if you still, t- if you take away Budenholzer from Giannis, personally I still believe that yes, Giannis, the overall team around him, wouldn't be as good because has created a system around him but i still think that yannis could still carry a team to, to potentially the sixth to the potentially to the fourth seed so for, 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 for people saying that it's it's in it's 100 confirmed it's like 60 40 harden i w- I would i would say it's more 55 45 harden rather than what people what people are suggesting
0: i mean this is extremely hard to pick but i think it's because of how, my, my all the media attention Han, how have you, how you mentioned that um the media also get the vote for this the media the media
1: get 50 percent of the vote and the player and the players and coaches get no so no so the players the coaches the player the coaches get 25% and then the media get 50%. I think the playoffs the players as well will probably snub off um Giannis as well. I, I just I just I just think that this will turn into a pop popularity contest for Paul Harden and yes what he's done is amazing but you've just got to consider it in a more even playing field. So therefore I will say I will I, I actually I don't want to I don't want to put a prediction because I think you, it's with the whole media situation.
0: I think it's not mainly, but partly the reason why, like you've heard Stephen A. Smith or saying now that he's more hardened than Giannis and how Giannis shouldn't doesn't deserve MVP. Yeah, That's and all the changed whole, everyone's
1: and, minds on who they think should be MVP. And and what, what, and what I'm gonna say is that this is the frustration I've had with Stephen A., with Stephen A. And all the people doubting Giannis, their case for Giannis not winning MVP is based on his shooting ability, and and they said his shoot his shooting ability, his shooting shooting ability, he and and how in the postseason his shooting ability will be lackluster. Well hold up, first of all, this is a regular season award, and it, it's about, and yes what Harden's done in the regular season is amazing, but what Giannis has done to carry a system, it, it's really tough, but pers- personally, I know this is wrong myself, but by personal choice I will go Giannis. But realistic I, 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 choice. I'm
0: picking Giannis. But
1: knowing that is
0: hard. Yeah, and realistically, and what, what I was going to mention as well about the media is that the media are looking at mostly the stats as well. How um, Harden's put up 30 average points. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the, the thing is, if, if, you
1: re- if you really want. If you want, really want a detailed in that, um, it's The, it's the, the, the statistical analysis um PR is player efficiency rating which means that which player has been playing better you can just cut you just can cut uh, bring it down to that stat and PR will suggest that Giannis has a better PR than Harden. Therefore and considering the definition of PR suggest your efficiency, and then your efficiency, therefore translates to how how good you are. Therefore, translates to how valuable you are. So, therefore, if Giannis has the better PR, then statistically he's the better player, in my opinion, because because I think I P. Mean, he, he's got a, and he's how has got p- a better PR. Um. and how PER is is already said to be the the, the main stat. Because if you, if you if you have a PER above 10, uh, you're considered elite. If you have a PER above 5, you're considered good. And the fact above is... I, th- I think so. I think that's how PER works. Because well,
0: you've got, Giannis for example is on P- uh, 30 PER, or nearly 31 PER.
1: No, I, I, yeah, like I don't know like but
0: Jordan yeah, Clarkson who's on 16 PER
1: and realistically but, no but the thing is no no. no but I think no, no but I think it's if you're over a certain like percentage on PR, um, you're you're elite if you're a certain percentage on but, no I was making up random numbers j- just as an example i think what you're what i'm saying is if you're on per if you're above 25 because and realistically I, I i'd love to know lebron's per because i still think that's quite high i can actually check that for you see so if his pp P- lebron's
0: per is 25.64 which compares his is 25.64 and uh, Giannis is 30.95
1: which would suggest suggest what I think is true is that if you're above 25 PR, then then you're elite.
0: This thing is what what it's showing is like the top ten, and then um, stopping to show the stats like the initials and stuff, and then splitting it all, uh, into another but, ten. But
1: but anyway, the point I was making my PR is that it's it's your efficiency that it then goes back to how good you are. Therefore, comes back to how. So, if, if Giannis has a better PR rating than Harden, therefore makes him the better player, therefore makes him a more efficient player, therefore makes him a more valuable player. So, by by the statistical definition, although, y- although Harden is having the better statistical year, Giannis is statistically better. I know I've just confused a lot of you, but I, th- I think Kripple one understands what I'm trying to say. Alright, so I'll do
0: a quick... Um roundup of today's well not today's but this week's um, Champions League and Europa League yeah um, Benfica they won 4-2 against Frankfurt in the Europa League um Slavia Our poor Frankfurt they didn't deserve that Chelsea barely won against Slavia Prague um uh, out 1-0 um and I just noticed that whilst they were playing that game they didn't even have uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi, so that could potentially be the reason why, and Arsenal um, winning 2-0 against Napoli, um, it was Aaron Ramsey and Lucas Torreira scoring, but now it's changed to Khalidu Koulibaly, who apparently is the greatest defender, uh, scored their own goal, um, and Valencia went 1-3-1 to Villarreal, uh, you had your games um, two days ago, Uh, and yesterday, Juventus versus Ajax, Juventus drawing with Ajax and Barcelona winning against uh, Man United although Man United put up a pretty decent effort. Uh, Finally you've got Liverpool winning 2-0 vs FC Porto and um, Tottenham winning 1-0 against Man City. Uh, more in-depth analysis will be on the football roundup, which hopefully I will be able to release on Monday, and it, fi- it finally will work. Um, sorry for the hype, but hasn't been able to come out this week.
1: And uh, uh, we've we've just had technical issues on it every show, so yeah, I ha- we have
0: got new um, laptops tech. and tech and whatnot.
1: So we've had okay, to. So, delay. so my analysis of UFC two thirty-six. You've got. Um Oven Saint versus I've already done a mi- mi- mini pre- predictions. That's when we were being stupid and and realizing that the show was a week too early for us. Then so you've got Ovens in a proven top ten contender going against um kin- um Prospect slash um slash experience um nikita krylov haven't heard about him although i i have heard that he is a very good prospect um but then you've got um everybody's favorite welterweight alan joe barn speaks french good french kid good french canadian kid um or he's about he's about 41 so he's about the age of my parents oh he could be my dad Anyway, Alan, Alan Joban, um, good on the ground. Hasn't got a very good um, technical striking game. And considering how these prospects, including Be- Benny Seagal, the prospect that he is facing nowadays, are more of all, all-round um, threats, I definitely see Alan Joban losing this to Benny Seagal, who I think was on um, the Fight Pass TV show, and... Um, Dana White's Tuesday night contenders basically um, it's where Dana White um, scouted uh, young and promising fighters at light heavyweight you have everyone's um, favourite weed weed dealer Eric Anders Um, 11 and 3 has had an right run at light heavyweight he's never actually cracked the real top 10 ...against another veteran at the light heavyweight division. Although he has come from the um, kickboxing world. But but Khalil Round 3, 7 and 3, and won no contest. Um, in that fight, um, I will go with the more veteran Eric Anders. I just believe that his wrestling will get him over the one-sided strike of Khalil Round 3. Because because we haven't seen round Roundtree tested with his wrestling, so I will go Eric Anders. Now now both um, this pay per view is presented by interim title interim title, and um, that was my joke there for the middleweight um, interim title Kelvin Gastelum vs Israel Adesanya. Basically, um, Kelvin Gastelum and Robert Whittaker were go last month were going to fight. Or, um, or two months ago we're going to fight for the middleweight title um, Robert Whittaker had a hernia therefore had to pull out last minute and, kept, and therefore and then Israel Adesanya won against Anderson Silva although in, although a very good fight very sloppy and it does like raise red flags in his actual striking and how he doesn't and how he doesn't recover well um. So this fight will will go will be a strike first because neither man is a very very technical striker, a very technical wrestler or BJJ artist. So I would say that giving, although although Adesanya comes from the kickboxing background and probably has the length, I just feel that with the quick snapping punches. And the overloops from Kelvin Gastelum. And the power they hold in the short overhands. I, I am worried and of, of Adesanya's defence. Uh, because he doesn't recover well. And But then again Adesanya does have the length. So I... It really does depend on whether Adesanya goes in there. With the game plan of, of strike and move, strike and move because he has got every physical advantage o- over um Calvin Gastelum so therefore based on that and I think the UFC would want Anderson to win because I think he's the more marketable prospect I think Anderson is only 24 so it reminds me of Jon Jones in the way that they're let they're, they're lanky and, and so I'll go Adesanya, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kelvin Gaston get, gets it done. Now, lightweight, the lightweight main um, for the interim lightweight interim title, um, the winner of this fight will probably fight Khabib in November at Madison Square Garden for UFC 242. Um, you've got the current um, featherweight champion, Max Holloway, versus um, the rigorous Dustin Poirier. Now, what to say about Max Holloway? He is one of the best fighters. He's got the best gas tank in MMA. He's relentless. He's a he's not a pressure. He's a mix between a pressure fighter and just a workhorse. He'll work you down, like he worked down Aldo to the point where, although Aldo was a better technical striker, the the point is that you need cardio. To defeat Max Holloway, and if you don't have cardio that resembles his, you are going to die in there because he's going to work you and grind you and grind you down literally until you are so fatigued to the point where it's easy pickings for him. Um, but then again, Dustin Poirier is that kind of grind fighter. He's a very uh, he's underrated. I I think ever since he's come in, he he's he came into the division at wrong time. He never got the title shot. And I think he he's very much an underrated striker although I do think that Justin Gatechi is probably the best striker in that division like especially with how his brawling style but I do think Justin Poirier is a very good all-rounder and I do but I do think that this fight will play to Max Holloway's favor because of the stamina and, and how I don't think Dustin Poirier has faced a pressure fighter like this and that I think it'll be a challenge for him in, in the long run so I've definitely so uh, I've got Max Hollow- Holloway so go- going over that I've got um so uh, r- wrapping up um recapping your main card, so a light heavyweight. I have Vincent Pro over Nikita Kroilov I-, I have Benny Sagala over Alan Joban. I've got Eric Anders over Khalil Roundtree I've got Calvin Gastelum and now I've got Israel Adesanya With Kelvin Gastelum of having any chance to knock out Israel Adesanya Depends if he covers up and for your main event. I have Holloway over Poirier And that's my UFC 236 preview.
0: And that is also episode 9 finished.
1: Due to my lack of
0: remembering, I've had to add in the fact that this is not episode 9, this is episode 10. So I'm very sorry for that. Pretty long episode, mainly because of the um, NBA talk, because it is pretty important. Um, The playoffs will be probably very interesting. Uh, You wanted to say something?
1: right from your two cripples bye bye